I think the Oakley Plate tomorrow might be the race of the day anywhere around the country. It is an absolute cracker. And one of the major chances is Lofty Strike. And I wonder how his trainer Julius Sandu's feeling right now. He joins us on Big V Racing. Hello, Julius. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Um, yeah, quite nice and relaxed at the minute. The horse is in good shape. We've done everything we need to do. Ticked all the boxes leading into the race. So, you know, now it's just about getting him there nice and healthy and happy. And uh, uh, the rest is up to him and Froggy. You strike me as a pretty relaxed sort of character, cool, calm, and collected. Um, do you think much about 12 months ago? It's just funny, isn't it, the irony of, you know, this time last year it was lofty strike at one point being the favourite for a blue dime, didn't go to plan, and all of a sudden he gets his opportunity again on the same day 12 months on. Funny how the world works. It is, you know. One of, uh, one of the uh, uh, team back home actually... Um, put a message about that on Instagram the other day and I uh, was talking of the irony of it all. Mm. And um, I suppose, uh, you know, that's life. Uh, sometimes uh, oh, things don't work your way and uh, you head down, bum up and plug it, plug away and make sure you take all the boxes, the opportunities will come and it certainly has come for him. So, you know, hopefully he can uh, he can get the job this, done this time. Mm. Well, it might work out for you tomorrow. They're not easy races to win the Oakley Plate. They're obviously, any handicap's not easy to win. This is a, an absolute cracker, but gee, he was good in the Rubicon. He was so impressive. Do you think he's improved since that performance? Matt, we, oh, you know, the Rubicon was never on the radar as a kickoff race for him. Um, we were originally going into the Oakley Plate directly. That's the kickoff race. And uh, he pulled up that good from that jump out that I gave him and he's almost certainly, you know, put his hand up and said he's ready to go to the races and then I took him to stand on, gave him a bit of a gallop and that pretty much cemented it. Mm. Um, he did have a fair amount of improvement left in him. He wasn't screwed down because that wasn't the plan and um, it, that's what made the race or the the, the way he went about it alarm, uh, in the Rubidon sticks so impressive because uh, he still wasn't screwed down, wasn't his grand final, and he's taken that improvement from that race. Um, Froggy got off him on Tuesday after his gallop and said, you know, we went into that race knowing he'd improve and improve he has. So um, he's in um, exceptionally good shape at the minute, and I couldn't be happier with him leading into the race. Gee whiz, if he has improved, that's very exciting because he was so impressive in the Rubicon. So... I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat tomorrow at Sandown. What do you make of the barrier, Julius? To come out of the shoot there at Sandown tomorrow, he's drawn barrier 11. What are, what are you and Froggy thinking? That was That's another strange story in itself. Still, two days ago, I was walking around, walking up from the track, and I bumped into Gavin Bedgood, and he looked at me, and he said, uh, how are you feeling? I said, yeah, good. He said, uh, what barrier do you want? And I said, 11. <laughs> and as soon as the barriers came out, he sent me a message, and we were having a bit laugh about it. Uh, he's drawn perfect. And, uh, uh, we wanted uh, somewhere uh, towards the outside, and um, you know that's a great barrier for him. He's uh, uh, obviously looking at that race. He's, uh, he's going to settle to the back end of the field somewhere, and uh, he'll swing to the outside and come down uh, with his turn of foot. So the one thing we didn't want to do was he's a big striding horse, and he's a big boy. I didn't want him stuck up against the rail somewhere with an inside barrier. So anything in the middle or further out was our preference. 
And um, I spoke to, to Froggy yesterday when we were at Pakenham, and he just looked at me and said, well, it, it's all lined up. We couldn't have asked for anything more. So and now he gets his chance, and uh, you always lead luck in a race like that. You know, every race you need luck much, uh, and, and group one competitive racing like that. You need an ounce of luck. Hopefully he gets that and he can get the job done. It really does sound like all the stars are finally aligning for him, Julius, which is exciting. Um, I know you were surprised with his odds heading into the Rubiton. You must be surprised that he's $10 tomorrow. I'm getting used to it, Matt, to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> um, it's been the case with him every race that he's a run and one, right from his debut mm. run at Flemington into the Prelude into last week's run and uh, <clears throat> or the Rubiton and now this race, uh, I, I, you know, I can't control that. It is what it is. There are so many factors that influence that. And when you've got a field with quality horses like we do in this race, uh, it's always going to be a little bit of uh, uh, variation in that space. But <clears throat> it's not so much, uh, I don't think about it much. Uh, for those who... Uh, um, are interested in having a bit of a, a, a bet on him. Obviously, the $10 is going to be exciting for them. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, and him in particular, he has no idea what that's like, so he's just going to go out there hopefully and perform his best. Yeah, it's Lewid Mean and many others, I think, already, Julius. Don't worry mm-hmm. about that. Uh, I've got a last one on it. Who do you think is going to be the toughest to beat? I think there are a couple of horses. I said this earlier. I don't. You can never write off the toppy in the race. He's a multiple group one winner, so that's obviously you, you don't ever write off good horses like that. Uh, but um, the other horse in the race is going to be the Jamie Carr ride because uh, it comes out of the a real powerful stable, and um, the times it's been running, that horse has been really, really slick. So you don't do that unless you've got a fair amount of class and. Uh, the fact that can settle on the speed and quicken off the of a decent tempo always makes them dangerous horses to be against. So I think probably those are the two, and of course <clears throat> the X factor is probably Star Patrol and uh, the way he won. He's a big, solid, strong horse. I see him quite often at Cranbourne, and uh, he's an imposing type. He's got a good turn of foot, so. You know, he's, uh, he's, he could be the one that uh, uh, causes a fair amount of grief. Yeah, he was impressive first up. Uh, well, all the best with Lofty Strike tomorrow. We're very excited to see what he can do. What about tonight at the Valley? Could be a, a good weekend for the stable. Alphaville mm-hmm. goes around in, in race two. Uh, he's been going really well. He was only nailed on the line there at Mini Valley last start. What are your thoughts yeah, on Barry Eight tonight? Ollie, and uh, did his best against me again. He's uh, caused me a fair bit of grief, the great man. He pulled out a beauty the other day and knocked us over. Um, yeah, the horse has been ultra-consistent. You know, you can't fault him. He's, uh, he's had six, seven starts for five seconds of win. So, you know, he's racing in career-best form. He's going into the races in great shape. Uh, smaller field uh, probably suits him a little bit. And... Uh, um, hopefully there's a bit of a run-on pattern. Money Valley can often play in both directions. So um, as long as we're able to make ground, I think he'll present at some point in that in the homestead. Hopefully it's um, closer to the winning post and he can get the job done. Nice competitive race, but he's in it and uh, up to his years and uh, he'll, he'll be hard to beat. Mm, uh, the last race, the horse has drawn a barrier, which is good. Uh, we got drawn a bit wide the other day. And he didn't jump as well as he had previously. Had to do a fair amount of work, and the uh, the horse that won that race was, uh, you know, lengths ahead of us. 
um, and then subsequently Frank performed because he ran a good second in town a week ago. So uh, going to that race, that is a really, really competitive race. I mean, anything can win it, but uh, he's a healthy horse and he's worked super um, with that barrier uh, and an ounce of luck. Uh, hopefully he's fighting out to finish. Ah, uh, Julius, it uh, could be a very good weekend for your stable. I don't know if you saw Steve Lenahan's treble that he landed the other day at Kangaroo Island. I don't think your three horses this weekend will pay quite as much, but we might have a little something on the all-up. You just never know. Well, you don't, actually. And good on Steve. I'm sure he's, uh, he's smiling and having a good laugh with that, which uh, you deserve that every now and then. So good on him. And uh, hopefully we can do something similar. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck. Good luck tonight Thanks, in the Valley man. and also with uh, Lofty in the Oakley Plate tomorrow, Julius. Appreciate your time. Thanks. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.